today you'll be receiving from a message full of God's power to help you become everything that God has created you to be. You know, God sent his son, Jesus, to die for you to have a life of abundance and for you to be an ambassador for him. What does that mean? That your life should represent his goodness. It's time to be about it. Tune in today's message and you'll be blessed. If you have your Bibles, um, turn to Nehemiah. Y'all like, who? <laughs> so, it's before Psalms, Job, Esther, Nehemiah. So, keep going back, or table of context, or for those of you who have your phone, just punch it in. <laughs> Nehemiah chapter 1. This is going to be our text. Some of you really haven't gone through Nehemiah, but I think you're going to love it. This morning, what I want to talk to you about is how to make frustration work for you. I'm going to say that again, how to make frustration work for you. We all live in, live in this world. We all live in this fallen world, and we all experience frustration. Some of us live in frustration. Frustration often happens when our expectations don't match our experience. Even as believers, if we're honest, you know, there's so many of us, let me start this clock, there are so many of us that, if we're honest, will, you know, admit that there are times when you just see, you clearly see the promises, the spiritual promises of God that are accessible to us because of what Jesus did for us. Yet your life doesn't match up to that. Frustration comes when life feels unfruitful. Anybody ever just been in a stage where you just feel like you're not going anywhere? Just unfruitful, just not. That can be the most frustrating feeling of just feeling like, what am I doing? How am I growing? Frustration can kick in when you're dealing with the same battle over and over again. Same frustrations. It can especially happen when it's the same repeat failures. You know, the Bible talks about that. There is a sin that easily besets. Each person has that. Something that, something that may not be challenging for me may be extremely challenging for you. And I could be looking at you like, you crazy, for real? But you could also turn and look at me like, are you, you know, with what I'm going through? Or what seems to be challenging there. Let me say this about frustration. Frustration will either work for you or you will work for it. But the choice is going to be yours. You're either, frustration is either going to bury you or it's going to make you great. I'm going to say that again. For, let me say it a different way. Frustration can either bury you or it can be used to make you great. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 1. Now, I'm, I, my endeavor is to get through, on a very high level, the first six chapters of Nehemiah. I encourage you to read it. I think um, when I was studying for this, I had a completely different manner of how I was going to go about this until I got to Nehemiah and started reading this here and just the story of what happens when you do find yourself dealing in a frustration, frustrating season of your life or frustrating things that are happening in your life and how they can make or break you. 
I'm going to start with chapter 2. Well, I guess I'll start with one. Uh, the words of Nehemiah, the sons of Hakaliah, and it came to pass in the month of Chislu, which is the ninth month, in the 20th year, I was in the Shunim, the palace, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came, and he certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. So here you, you've got Nehemiah, and he loves and cares for the Jews. He has an expectation of the Jews. He fears the Lord. And the Bible very clearly speaks about how God expects our view of his people to be. We are his people now because of the blood of Jesus, but God's chosen people were the Jews. And so because uh, Nehemiah had a heart for the Jews, he's like, okay, they've been through a lot. He's asking, what about the ones who uh, escaped and after they've been through this drama, they got out of captivity, how are they doing? Verse 3, and they said unto me, the remnant that are left, just the words remnant that are left let you know that there's a little bit of a bloodbath that's happened here. Of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction. Somebody say great affliction. Great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down. Somebody say broken down. And the gates thereof are burned with fire. So here you have God's people. And they've already come out of an attack. And not only does it say that they're dealing with great trauma, great afflictions, going through a lot, it says that they're, they're, uh, the wall of Jerusalem that's around them is broke, busted, and disgusted too. Even though they are children of God. And there are so many times in our lives, we know we're children of God, but has anybody ever been through what I like to call a stack attack where it's like you have been through something and before you're even done dealing with that, here comes something else and then there's something else. And then as a result of it, you kind of feel like your gate is down a little bit, like your shield is down a little bit, like your shield of faith look like it's need to be cracked. And so this is, this is kind of what this is happening. And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days. Now, <laughs> this is the first thing that I want to point out to how to make frustration work for you, what to do when you're like finding yourself in frustration, is I want you to notice that when Nehemiah actually hears this and hears this horrible news, this is horrible, it looks bad, it sounds bad, it is bad, that it says that he wept and he mourned certain days. There are going to be times and situations in your life where, yes, you may weep, you may have seasons of mourning, you may have seasons of disappointment, but I want you to note that word where it's certain days. Meaning that there is a decision that you have to make when you're dealing with frustration, that you just can't stay in that reactive state. You can't stay in those tears. You can't stay underground. Well, what else am I supposed to do? Okay. And... He fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. The disappointment where it looks like you're not only losing, you've lost, there's struggle, there's limitations. Of course there will be limitations here. These folks is busted down. They have no protection. You can imagine how they must have felt 
to have walked through what seemingly looked like a defeat. What did he do? He went to the Lord. I remember when my husband and I were trying to get pregnant and we had a failure with two boys. And that was one of the hardest things was to get to a place to even, for me personally, to even go back to God because I had witnessed such a massive defeat. Okay, what am I going to you, God, for? They already go. Don't look at me like you ain't ever felt like that. I'm just honest enough to say it to help you. Some of you got to come out of that. God always has more than what you think you see. There is a humility that comes even in that brokenness when you do not understand to get before God and fast and pray. What does that mean? That means he set aside time, time that was already set aside for other things to go to the Lord. And you know, the easiest thing to do is set aside time to make some phone calls and complain and call folks that's going to listen and be like, I can't believe that happened to you. And oh my goodness. No. He fasted and he went to the Lord. In verse 5, and, and said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth thy covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Here's the other interesting thing about this situation. Again, this is a tough situation. Nehemiah, he's not part of this camp. These are his brethren. But look at his heart motives. We're going to read a great victory that he has, but I can't pass by his heart motive. That he's doing all of this asking the Lord to have mercy and spare those that love God. If there's anything frustration will do, it will reveal your true motives. Will you stay faithful when it looks like it doesn't work? Will you still seek the Lord when it seems like he didn't hear your prayer? Will you still do the right thing? Will you forgive when the people you forgave are continuing to spit on you? Will you continue to walk in love when people are treating you like you're nothing? I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I want to invite you to subscribe as well as visit our website at michelleferguson.org. We have some materials there that can help you as you walk through life, live the life that God created for you. As always, I'm Michelle Ferguson, helping you to discover, develop, and celebrate who God has created you to be. See you next time.